Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of Play the Bay is brought to you by Believe and BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The Masters is here. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And now, play the bay. From Channel Side Drive, where Lord Stanley Cup rests. Time kicks down the Lightning with the Stanley Cup. Travel across the bridge to St. Pete to find our American League champs. And the Tampa Bay Rays have just won the American League pennant. And get ready to fire the cannon. Flop pass toward the end zone. Gronkowski makes the catch. Touchdown Tampa Bay. What a great grab by Gronk. Because it's time for another episode of Play the Bay. Play the Bay. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Play the Bay. I was, Hello. I was like, oh no, we're not in the stream. <laughs> bum 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 bum. It's all good though. It's I definitely right. messed. Up. I definitely messed up on that one. I pulled. We back. We back. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, should I just start talking? I don't know. Who knows? Well, it's it, like Twitter had Twitter. Okay, Periscope is no longer mm-hmm. there, so they have their own like media studio now, where you can do your live cast through that and i'm like getting used to it and i just lost my train of thought so <laughs> sue me i, I mean okay. it happens worse things have gone on so i think yeah. that's fine we get away with it here yeah, that's very true yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. not upset about it every time we every time the video plays right before i have to intro my throat goes dry do you guys have that experience no because i'm always me? drinking a nice ipa from our sponsor three daughters wait which one is that this one is the new one the new new the circle hook hazy ipa which which is fantastic had it when i was there on evan's birthday this past yes chip and i went to three daughters brewing over the weekend to start off the birthday shenanigans and we met up with bob uh chip got introduced to bob uh and yeah social media uh, director great guy yeah We had some yep. uh, IPAs and then we moseyed on down, had some bourbon and got, yeah, I got shammered. I did at least. So, you know, wow. I actually that. stayed in St. Pete the entire evening and uh, caused uh, debaucheries till just unsavory <laughs> hours that we'll get well, into a little bit more. We'll get Evan's into a little getting bit into more. fights with, with, <laughs> girl, with drunk girls <laughs> at the bar. And <laughs> should, should I should I get into that story before we? I, like start I want the show? you to get into it. Well, I based on their comment, like, what if they listen to our show? Probably not. But I don't give a give a rat's ass. No, I hope they do. I hope they do. I hope. I hope they do. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we went to Park and Rec in St. Pete, which is a, a great place to party at. Yep. And we, me and my buddy Zach, we're playing. You know, the big live giant size you know, beer pong. So, you know, we were beating them and they had, we had our one shot left and then they had three shots left. Well, we made our last shot and then, uh, you know, they had redemption. I'm like, all right, you have redemption. You're not going to make all three. And then they got super pissed because I said that comment. So they missed both their shots. And as they were walking away, 
they were even getting bitchier. So I was like, what, you know, what's, what's your deal? And they just, rah, rah. and then they came up and they walked up behind me because we were playing our next game. There's just like the, this little area where you can sit and watch everybody. And they came up behind me. They started, they kept John. I was like, you know, what's your, what's your deal? It's just a game. Like relax. Like, well, you know, you shouldn't have said that to us about missing both the shots. I'm like, why? you know, that's just, it's part of the game. You have to talk, you know, crap to each other. We're like, well, you're arrogant, like Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, I, which is wild because yeah, I don't I find him to be that arrogant of a person. Yeah. Am I wrong? No. Anybody comparing me to Aaron Rodgers? I'm like, holy cow. Thank you <laughs> yeah. very much. I'll yeah. have another. Yeah. I uh, so I was I, I was kind of taken back. I didn't know what to say, but I was like, thank thank you. Cause mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers makes a lot of money and he's a starting quarterback for an NFL team. So I was he's like, very smart, as yeah, we saw. He, uh Kaylee, yeah. as you said before the show, he's hosting Jeopardy. And I, I gotta say the guy that wagered zero dollars but said you know whose idea was it to kick it scott that, that's that's yep. that's show, that's t that's television at its best <laughs> it was like, like it was what's on everyone's mind yes. but he scott had the balls to ask the question and i love scott for that exactly hey an american that's a whole new window whole new scenario mm-hmm. for aaron Rodgers. but he seemed comfortable didn't he, he yeah did. well he's like huge yeah, he's a huge Jeopardy fan. Also, so they recorded all of these episodes for two weeks. I did not know this, but I they recorded them either. all on, in two days during February. And he was saying that he would like to permanently host it because it only takes 46 days out of the year. So technically, yep. if he, he could, wanted to, he could still play yep. football and do that. And I I would be so down for that. Like, that's the coolest thing. Also, did you know he won Celebrity Jeopardy? Like, back... In the I day. think I heard about it. I didn't he watch did. the episode, but I heard about it. I did he like look up the video. It's great because not only did he win, but he like swept an entire category. Like you know those people who just get on and they're like they just keep going, keep going, and they get all of them right. The everyone, yeah, everyone's just standing around them. Like God damn it! Like I can't even get a question in. And he was that guy. He was taking the whole category. Very interesting. I, I didn't. I didn't know he was that smart. But congratulations to Aaron Rodgers. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, guys, we definitely want to go ahead and take some time. We're at the top of the show. Mm. Introduce one of our new sponsors, Monster Bass. Now, I don't know about your fishing stories, but as a kid, I was out (laughs) fishing at like 7 in the morning. I was about 14 years old. I was using a pumpkin seed brown worm, and I was fishing and just kind of reeling it in. (laughs) And I foul hooked a bass that was 11 pounds, 2 ounces, reeled it in. Sitting here like this, kid, just reeling, reeling, reeling. Pick it up. It's in my arms. Unbelievable that I caught it. But with Monster Bass, but they're going to get you the right tackle, the right baits for your area. They're going to do all the upfront work, and it's a fun and affordable way to be up on top of your angling. So right now, what we're doing, this is going to be one of the number one subscription services, I think, for all anglers uh, in Florida. They're going to give you the baits, the best brands, and they're going to get you covered by some of the best customer service people in the industry. So the, what you need to do today is if you're looking to go and catch bigger bass from lures that are shipped directly to your door, go over to monsterbass.com and use the code TAMPA10 to get $10 off on your first box. Go ahead to monsterbash, monsterbass.com, sign up today, mention Play the Bay, use the code TAMPA10, get $10 off your first box. Monster bass, go catch the big ones. Love that. Love that. I I I think we're plugging so much stuff today. I have to give a big shout out to Richard and Pam, who uh, 
<clears throat> who were nice enough to go to TJ Maxx in Bradenton and get me this black uh, alternative Tampa Bay Lightning jersey, uh, which I picked oh, wow. up today from their house in Bradenton. So I wanted to say thank you to those those two uh, big fans of the Lightning. They showed me their Lightning uh, like jersey collection, and it is large. It is awesome. I mean, those those two are, are Lightning fanatics, and I wanted to thank them for going out of their way and going to the Bradenton TJ Maxx and getting that for me. So thank, thank you, uh, you. Pam. Thank you, Pam and Richard, for uh, thank you for adding me adding to my jersey collection with this uh, black Tampa Lightning jersey. So thank you. Keep having well, a Yes. How did you connect with them? Like, how did you know they had the jerseys to go get? So, um, you know, there's all these groups on Facebook for Lightning and the Rays. And she, Pam, had actually had, uh, she posted on there saying, hey, TJ Maxx and Brainton has these. You know, I, I purchased one today. If anybody wants one, uh, let me know and I'll get one for you. And I was like, I want one. Uh, I will pay the money. And I, I did. And she she got one for me. She was nice enough to get one for me. Uh she bought it actually on on the, my birthday weekend, so I didn't pick it up till today. So so thank you, Pam. And thank you, Richard. You guys are the best. So thank you. Love that. There you go. Love that. Cheers She's in me. the comments too, she by is. the way. She, said she is. You. I told them to watch. That. They have That's to. Cool. They have to like and they have to follow our stuff now because I gave them a plug. So there we Love go. That. All right, let's let's start with the Rays. Obviously, we're back in baseball season officially. Baseball season. So yes, the yes. Rays. Let's start with the opening weekend against the Marlins. Obviously, went went two and one. Started off strong the first two games. The last game, um, a little bit concerning, obviously. But give your initial thoughts, reactions to opening weekend, and then we'll dive into the uh, to the Boston game later. I think for me personally, it was great to see Glass now come out and show his dominance uh, with his stuff opening day. Uh, he's the guy that we we want to step up. He's the guy we need to step up, losing two marquee starters. Uh, he did great. I think he went six innings, had six strikeouts, and really um, just showed what type of pitcher he can be uh, in the future on opening day. So um, I'll, I'll leave my thoughts there just at opening day to let Evan have, uh, you know, in a game or two in that series. But, yeah, I thought he did great on opening day. Yeah, I think – you know, there's a lot to, of room to improve. I mean, last the last two games, they've they've obviously struggled pitching wise, and, and hitting hasn't been great. Yeah. The biggest concern I have going forward is defense. Their defense looks so bad last night. Now, obviously, injury the injury bug has hit them, you know, quite quite well with pitchers being on the DL. G Man Choi is on the DL. They don't really have a first baseman right now, and that that showed last night with Sasugo, who shouldn't be at first base. At all, and the thing is, they don't have anybody else to put there, and they don't have another place for him because. Well, they can put Yandy Diaz there. They could, but they want to have Sasugo in, but he they've got nowhere to play, and the outfield's already crowded as it is. So the only spot for Sasugo to be at is first base. Yeah. So it, it's there's a lot of people on social media going, "Oh, this, oh, it's already, it's already imploding, it's already, <laughs> it's already done." It's like you get you guys four games. Back. Four Jeez. games, you know, <laughs> just just chill out. And and I, I think the one of the biggest concerns with with people is too is, you know, the pitching the pit with with Rich Hill, a, aka Dick Mountain, and Chris Archer looking like, ugh, with a side of ugh was was very troubling to to see because you know we we had big high hopes for these guys coming to the rotation, especially Chris Archer coming back. But you know, it's 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 the first week of the season. I mean, I'd be more concerned if they're like this maybe a month or two down the road and the Rays are still struggling when it comes to the, their strong suit because which their strong suit is pitching, their their starting rotation and their 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 uh their bullpen. Um but I would say this, you know, if the the struggles continue, 
they've got plenty of arms to bring up. They've got guys, Sugar Shane, McClanahan's got ready to come up. Shane Baez ready to come up. Even Brent Honeywell's ready to come up. So there's guys they can bring up to fill in the spots that they need to. So everybody that's already jumping ship and uh, you know ready to call it a day, it's like, like chill out, man. Like the the Rays have always they've they've started off slow some at, at some points and really picked it up, you know through the months of, of, of the summer and then going into the latter half of the season. So it's, it's the first week, man, people, teams are going to suck. You gotta, you gotta dust off the rust, man. Like chill out. Like even I'm the, the, the most optimistic person about the Rays. where with the Rays, I set my, my bar really high with them. Unlike the bucks where it's very, very low to the ground, but I would just say everybody chill out, man. Like it's, it's all going to come into place. You know, there's some places that need really need to improve, but, um, you, you never know. They could make a trade down the road. We, we don't know. It's just the first week, so chill out. Chill out, everybody. Chill out. Everybody, yeah. I think the one thing that I, I, I looked at, and maybe while I was watching the game, is just that we know that, you know, Waka, Hill, and Archer. Waka, Waka, been, Waka. <laughs> <laughs> These have been guys now that have, have had their chances. They're not ones. Most of them aren't twos. So these are going to be guys that are going to, they're going to eat innings, and you're going to have to go with the one that is doing well. None of these guys really have overpowering stuff. Their fastballs are in the, the upper 80s, low 90s, and if, if these guys aren't locating their pitches, yep. you're going to get beat up. So, I mean, you really got to be cognizant. Waka, you could tell it, it when he starts to get in the 60 to 80 pitch count in the lineup, he's been through the lineup you know, two or three times, people are going to start hitting him because he's just – He's not overpowering. He's not somebody that's going to fool you. If he's locating his pitches, he's going to have a chance to be a lot better. So a lot of these guys have good stuff. It just has to be located. So if these guys are leaving their pitches in and over the plate, things like that are going to happen. But like you said, Evan, we're going to see. We're going to see what happens. We're four games in. Um, so, you know, I'm not – like I said, I'm not jumping ship. So, Kaylee, let me ask you. You know, Kevin Kiermeyer got put on the mm-hmm. IL, IL or IR today. Um, and I've been saying this for the past couple of seasons where his value is to me has been it's it's almost at a, at a stalemate because his bat sucks. He can't hit worth a damn. But, you know, his defense is off the charts. Oh, and by the way, Randy Rosarena, Air Rosarena, mm-hmm. unbelievable catch. Yeah, insane. Catch of the year last night. Um, <clears throat> Do you think it's time to raise to maybe pull the trigger and, and make a trade and trade Kevin Kiermaier away to get something back before his decline continues to slide? That's well, I mean, it's tough because I don't know if now's the time that you can uh, well, do it because you're looking not at now. Yeah, yeah, you you would really have to wait because I think I but this is him, right? Like he's one of those guys who's on and off and IR. Heart and soul, heart and soul, but, the rays, but not the quads and the and the joints and the muscles and the bones. <laughs> so that's the tough part. Is 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 someone who could be sitting on and off through the entire season worth it? Even if it does beef up your defense, I mean, I think at right now, given what they need, maybe not the time to trade because the value's down, especially with this whole quad thing going on. But maybe in the future when they can kind of find some pieces. I mean, I don't know. They they, they confuse me a little. It's almost it almost it almost reminds me of the Ken Griffey Jr. effect because mm. Griffey Griffey played so hard when he was you know playing, and he played center field, and it's almost like we, we have almost that situation where we have you know a great defensive player. Obviously he he doesn't hit like Ken Griffey, but you know okay. 
Good. I'm glad you said that. No, hell no. <laughs> you're, you're never. We you're, no, 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 no. Jump I through gonna, my laptop. And Chip, be like, I was going to compare those two. Chip, I was never going to say Kevin Kiermaier is on that level of Ken Griffey when it comes <laughs> okay. to that. Yeah, defense wise, they're 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 like you know almost a mirror image of of each other because those two play so hard in center field and they have both had they've both had they're injury prone, especially with when Griffey was later in his career, he was just so injury prone because you know, the way he played. And I, I just, you know, I would say later down the getting closer to the trade deadline and when he comes back, you know, we'll, I just, it just, maybe they need to pull that trigger. I obviously he's one of the faces of the franchise, but he makes, he's been making a lot of money. He's, he's on a really big contract for the Rays, which of course the Rays are strapped for cash. So yep. it, it could be coming down to like, Hey, you know, you may have to part with the, the baby Brown eyes that we're all infatuated with. And that's, that's just me. So he's kind of the glue and John Momola chimes in. Yeah. I was getting ready to read his, uh, uh, comment there. (laughs) Center fielder. Um, I mean, like we said, I think it's early now, obviously the history of being injured and a lot of those things go into effect, but we'll see. I think that he, he has the ability to ignite the team in areas where he's had a lot of experience. And I think, you know, he's definitely a good clubhouse presence and great yeah. for the organization. So, I mean, not not to say there's a point where ability and clubhouse leadership, you kind of get on the wrong side of that and you got to make a decision. I think we're definitely moving towards that. Um, I just don't know if it'll be now. I, I just going the past four games, obviously there's no cause for concern just yet. It just seems to me that there hasn't been they, – they just look flat. They look flat. Even though they played the Mar, they took two out of the three against the Marlins. They still look flat, and they're looking flat. You know, last night, the night before last, when they lost, it just it just seems like, you know, where was that? Where's that pep in the step? Obviously, it's the first four games, but like, where's that excitingness in the clubhouse that we've seen before? Maybe they need to come home. I mean, obviously, we have a series against the Yankees coming up this this weekend. It's the home opener, so maybe we'll see that. I'll be there on Friday, so I'll be oh. cheering them on. So you know, I, I just it, I think like going back to it. Everybody needs to chill out. It's well, all- this is Tampa Sports Twitter you're talking to. And I don't I know, know if you're familiar, but panicking, hitting the panic it's- button immediately <laughs> as the season I- starts is oh, no. a personality. Don't I know trait. it? Don't I know it? Oh, yes. I think one thing, guys, and, and maybe one of our sponsors, you know, Sunday Scaries, they could get back to their form of 2020. Ooh. You know, they get a little bit of mental clarity. That's the first step to to moving better in the clubhouse, feeling a little bit better. You know, taking your Sunday scaries is like CBD gummy bears. You know, they don't have to think. They're more relaxed and they're ready to go. So right now we can go and there's no risk to buy Sunday scaries. One of our great sponsors, 100% lifetime money back guarantee. If the product's not for you and that's okay, you get your money back. So Sunday scaries, they're in the stress relieving business. And they're not in the stress-causing business, which the Rays don't need any stress in their lives. So <laughs> we got you here. Go ahead. Go to their website, sundayscaries.com. Use the promo code BUSH, and you get 25% off. sundayscaries.com. They're effing amazing. You won't regret it. Join the squad, sundayscaries.com. We get it. We got it. it. I've only had a quarter of my IPA. That was just a misread. I'm sorry. Kaylee, you weren't uh, you weren't here last week. You were absent. Uh, We had Trisha on the show last night. And uh, before we got on the show, I had last week. No, I said last week. 
You said uh, last night. That's no, last, last, last week. I got to uh, sample Sunday Scary's uh, Unicorn Ooh. Jerky. Unicorn what? jerky. What she said was, I know, he showed yeah. me what it looked like. It's Is amazing. it candy? It, well, it looks it like, candy. like candy. You, me- you remember the zebra stripe gum? Yeah. Okay, so it's ze- it looks like zebra stripe gum, but it's multicolor. It's not like one color per strip, and it looks like the rainbow. And it's CBD gummies. It's but it's called unicorn jerky, and it was great. Like I, I don't normally take CBD products. I take the other white meat. Uh, but I, I tell you one thing. I, I had a few few jerkies, and it was relaxing. It was nice. So I would definitely recommend the unicorn jerky at SundayScaries.com. Use the code promo code Bush twenty five percent. There you go. I, I want to try it for sure. I'm sending my promos to my stepdad who is having trouble sleeping. Kaylee, so I Mr. have your job. You are watching. I am sending mine to you, I promise. Yeah. Chip's got the gummies. I, you got the drops. So whenever you Ooh. guys need them. Nice. Yeah. We'll have cool. to pick those. I'll pick those up with my new beer. Yeah. Oh, to. Yes. Yeah. So should we go to Bucks now, Kaylee, or should we do Lightning? Since we have Lightning fans and we have Lightning jerseys. Yeah. We I mean, can talk we, Lightning. You, you want to start talk Lightning first? Yeah, let's do lining. Let's I'm do good with that. We can end. We can end. Save football for the end. Yeah. Let's cool. Do that. Yeah. So most recently, obviously, the Lightning lost to <laughs> the last place team in the division. Red Wings. Um, yeah, tough, and losing four of their last six. So not an ideal time right now for them. They're in a little bit of a funk. How do you guys feel? I mean, so the trade deadline's coming up on the twelfth. So. Should they make moves? What have you seen so far this season? If they should make moves, what should they do? I don't well, think – I mean, go ahead, buddy. What do you got? Well, the biggest issue with them is cap space. They only have a yeah. million dollars to make any sort of move or any kind of splash. So I would be surprised if they make a move at all because they're so strapped yeah. for cash right now. Um, and the biggest thing was that, with them is they need defensive help. I mean, they're, they're they just look so f- – so tired and so noodle-legged when it comes to their defense and their defense has always been their strong suit. It's they've lost, they've lost four of their last six. Uh, they, they're losing they're right losing now. now. Yeah, they're losing they right losing now. Uh, no. they, yes, they are losing right now. Okay. So I, I, it's just, they're not, they're not playing like champions. And that's, that's what really concerns me the most is they're not playing like champions. So, if 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 somehow if somehow they can make a move, I, I'd be surprised. But the, I, I honestly think they need a rest. I, it's just it's just troubling to me that you know you're losing to teams like Detroit, which Detroit is the worst team in the NHL, and they lost to them bad. They lost to them bad the other night, and that's what that troubles me the most is when you're losing games five to one to Detroit. So, I mean, there's no to be honest, and just looking at some of the you know previous games and highlights, there's nothing. They just got to fight their way through this. And I think that, um, you know, defense, like you said, Evan, is just something they've really got to step up on. And also, this is a team that when everything's going, they can pick it up. So they just neither need to have maybe a players meeting or grab everybody and everybody needs to get in the same room and just say, look, we're still the champs. We need to figure this out. I don't care what we have to do. Um, let's do it. Cause like you said, the trade deadline's coming. And then after that, I mean, it's time to pack up the gear and get moving. Cause we got to start making some moves. Yeah. definitely. Um, you know, so I think this is just a moment where, you know, stammer, if you're hurt or whatever, I don't care. Get out of your freaking, you know, room, call the guys in the middle and let's get the lines together and talk to everybody and let's have our moment, you know, let's get our coach, uh, 
let's get our coach in the middle of the room and you got to go. You got to score. You got to go, 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 go. You know, you do that. Do that. Can, Kaylee, do you definitely really see the impact of how, you know, Kucherov is not there? I mean, we've definitely seen him. I mean, he's out, obviously, with the injury. Yeah, which, I mean, yeah. And I think it just feels deflated, right? Yes. Like watching them feels very deflated, kind perfect, of similar to how perfect. I feel. Yeah, it's similar to how time. I feel about the Rays. And it, it is that thing where it's like, you know, the talent's there and the, the ability is there, but you're watching them and they're not playing to that level. Or And it is weird because we're coming off of a season. We're coming off of three seasons in Tampa where it's, it's going to be hard to match that energy coming into this year. Yeah. But it just feels like there's just one thing missing. missing. And it, if it is Kucherov, then that makes sense. But you have to find a way to find that energy and find that drive without those pieces there or fill those pieces because it's, it's very noticeable. It's just the atmosphere of them playing is not, not the same. Pam, Pam. I mean, yeah, obviously it shouldn't come down to one player, but obviously Kucherov is, is a big part of that team. I, you know, could it be that the Tom Brady effect is starting to wear off on the, I was, I was just about to, this is what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you is title town kind of, doling out a bit like is is this kind of was this short-lived and quickly burned or what is going on no also is this bad news like if the rays and the lightning don't do that well is that bad like juju going into the season for the bucks like you can't right look at that he's thinking about that i'm not like is that that. momentum not there anymore i I mean remember my 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 expectations are very low with the Bucks. So even yes. even after a Super Bowl win, they're still very low. Um, I would hope I, not. And I'm a, I'm a very superstitious guy when it comes to our our sporting team. So, um, I mean, Tom Brady was at Disney World, and he says he only plays pretty much just <laughs> for the Disney you, trip. Richard. <laughs> what did Don't Richard say? Don't put that evil on us. Don't put that bad juju. Hey, look, I have to deal with Tampa fans here. So trust me, if my luck is any indication, you guys will win 10 more Super Bowls in a row and I'll have to deal with it. So I think that it's just, no, it's too early to tell, I think, for that. Now, obviously, hockey, baseball is just getting started. Hockey, we're getting ready to be on the back half. So, I mean, no, I don't think that's the case, but also – you know, these aren't the same teams. These aren't the same players. You're missing guys. You're missing frontline starters on, in both uh, organizations, guys that make differences. So, um, you know, I just think that you can't uh, you can't look at it like that yet. We're, although it's getting close in hockey now, it's getting close. So, yeah, Kaylee, I, Kaylee boys you, have are gonna new, rally, you have new fans on the uh, the comment stream, by the way. I love that. So <laughs> I, I I going back to the Rays, I don't think this is a like, you know, with four games in, I just don't think they are a playoff contender as of yet. And that's that's, you know, where I've got to be the lightning. On the other hand, the lightning can turn around. I mean, they're, they're the lightning. So um, I, I just I, I might if. If we don't see a deep playoff run for the Lightning, if we don't see the Rays start to get better, honestly, I, I'm starting to think that the the Tom Brady effect might be might be wearing off a little bit. Just I mean, oh I'm interested. God. I want to see how the Rays stack up against the Yankees regular season, just because they're so hyped up, and so I think that'll be a really good like. 
I, I guess levels that it's, yeah, being able to yeah. see where they are you. and how they stack up against a team that is so kind of hyped at this point in the season. So I'm interested to see that, but I, I think it's too early for baseball. Yeah, it is. It's very too early for baseball and they've got a nice little series against the Yankees this, this weekend. And <sighs> It's a good thing I love IPA beer because it might be a long series. <laughs> I, just, I don't, I don't have confidence in them yet, just yet, because just the way they've looked the past couple of days. I think that, well, like we said, and and I'm I'm going to go on to, you know, emphatically talk about this as we get into the race season. These guys are not ones; they're not even twos. The guys that we brought in, and we lost two guys that were ones, pretty much. So, I mean, you got to. You know there's going to be a drop. You know there's going to be a, a, a difference in our starting rotation, and it's something you have to work with, and it's got to be changed, and you got to figure out where to bring in your bullpen. And you know, from right now, Waka, Hill, those guys, Archer, they're going to have to find out their roles. And the Rays are some of the best at organizing their pitching staff to get what they need out of guys. So maybe. Maybe you do throw in a Waka, and maybe you only keep him in for three innings because you know he doesn't have overpowering stuff, and then you go to a Castillo or you go to somebody else who's got overpowering stuff. So I think Cash and the team will figure this out, but it's you're not these guys aren't built anymore to go six or seven innings, I don't think personally. Yeah. Um, well, I what think, we've seen. Yeah, and I think that was the whole point of kind of the method of using them both, taking the workload off of both of them. But, and this is the time to do that, right? Like this is the time in the season to test those things, try those things, figure out whose role is what and where they fit best. Um, So that's why I'm like, not that worried. I'd also rather have a team whose injury bug hits earlier in the season than later. Like I I don't necessarily want it coming down the stretch, especially with this season being back to a normal length season compared to last season you know, I don't want to, I don't want to have to deal with that later. So dealing with it now and being able to figure out what are those fixes, if that does happen and where do people fit and what their roles are, I feel like is going to be, if anything beneficial for them, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to look fantastic and, and win the world series at the end of the year, but it means that they might be more equipped to handle that stuff down the line than other teams that are, you know, off to a, a running start. I like yeah. that. I think the depth, though, too, in our organization yeah. for the Rays is also the younger arms that Evan alluded to earlier that can come up now are getting kind of primed. And I think the Rays, you'll see, I think, that if they figure out that some of these guys we brought back or Archer bringing back and Hill, uh, you know, if they don't, you know, fit the bill, I think it's time to call those arms up. It's time to bring them up and give them an opportunity. Let them get some experience in the front end of the season so we get into the dog days of summer. These guys have already been there, done that, and they kind of know what to expect. So everybody's still on the boat right now. No need to jump off the ship yet. We can still be righted. But, yeah, we're just realizing what we've had ahead of us, you know, moving forward, which is fine with me. Fine, we figure that out now. I would say for both teams, don't jump ship yet, man. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, especially with the lightning. Everybody just keep, yeah, keep, just keep it cool. Keep, Relax. Just calm down. Hold on Everything's to your butt. Yeah. Calm There's down, no both people on us. Yeah, keep it, keep it. No keep evil it. on us. We're still title town. Everything's fine. It's so it's okay. Just just relax, okay? I just have to stir the pot. That's like <laughs> I feel like that's my role here. No, I <laughs> really, stir stir the pot as much as you want. That's, you can stir the pot. You can stir Twitter, the pot. Yeah. We move the pot. We move the the spoon like one inch to the left, and Twitter goes explodes. So. Yes. 
Twitter, yeah, I it's hard to be on Tampa Sports Twitter. I'm not gonna lie to you, it's exhausting. It's an exhausting experience, and I'm not like I do root obviously for the Lightning and and the Rays, but like when the, when it comes to the Bucks and all that, I'm just like, whoa, this is a lot, and it's not even like I'm stressed for you guys based on people <laughs> on Twitter. I'm just like, what is going on here? What's happening? <laughs> well, What's we'll happening? see. I think it'll be I think it'll be just fine. That's what I think. Everybody just calm down. It'll be good. So we still have the football lag, though. And what a what a crazy football Oof. week. And, we, dude, we all know the Bucks have had what a great offseason, one of the first teams to re-sign all 22 of their starters since 1979. And, boom, we have multiple trades. Both teams in the NFC South could be taking quarterbacks, potentially Carolina potentially. trade. For Sam Darnold and the Falcons are sitting now at a very great four with high price offers rolling in. I mean, let's take let's take our our well, Evan just put his Buccaneers hat on. <laughs> Kaylee and I will take ours temporarily off. So, Kaylee, what do you think? And I'm I'm gonna because of our previous show, I gotta tell you, the inside that you dropped on the Panthers, I went back and looked at what they did in free agency and kind of what they brought to the table. And I got to tell you, you really did hit that in the head. They've done a great job as an organization this year, signing some defensive talent and now getting Sam Darnold and keeping their first round pick. Unbelievable job. What do you think about Sam Darnold and the Panthers? I actually love this for them because I think I I just want to see what Sam Darnold can do in a system that's more suited for him. And I do believe that it is a little more suited for him. Obviously, he's got experience with, you know, some guys down there. He's got, he's going to have more to work with, obviously, than he did in New York. But the thing about it is that, you know, people are criticizing what New York lacked as far as what they got back for him because he is young. He was, you know, a first round draft pick. There's all these things that go into it where it's like, you should have got more. Well, they don't have a reason to, right? Like they're, they're done. They're looking ahead. They're not trading out of two. I, I know that's kind of gone back and forth they're not trading out of two that's not going to happen they're going to take the second best guy or whoever they believe is the best guy for their organization they don't need to like hold on to sam darnold and they recognize that so i appreciate them for that and not not really like not really weighting him down with these hefty asks and making people go out of their way to trade for him like i really do appreciate the fact that they made it they made him accessible and they, it yeah. seems like they want him to go somewhere and have an opportunity and have a chance to be better and, and really like prove what he can do. And I think Carolina is a great place to do that. I think it's tough for them division wise. Um, but I think organizationally they're heading in the right direction. They've got pieces there that are really going to work for him. And I think if, if he can get the right things around him and they can put him in the right culture in the right system with the right guidance and coaching, this is a perfect test. Does it work or does it not work? And it's not going to be a one-year yeah. thing. And I don't think their organization's trying to make it a one-year thing. I think they are really trying to get pieces and build long-lasting success over the next five to 10 years. But, you know, at least this is an opportunity. And it's not like they were going to get one of the top four and five guys in the draft. So, you know, here yeah. we are. I think they did a good job. They took a quarterback with experience. And I still think Sam Darnold, I think he would have rated higher than some of the quarterbacks still on the board, potentially talking to some of the guys like Adam Schefter. They still like him a lot. Evan, I know you're shaking your head. So Evan I mean, does not. 
And what do you now tell me this? Now the Buccaneers have really positioned themselves because three teams potentially, yeah, right now could reshuffle. Well, Carolina is reshuffling. So they're going to look to maybe trade Teddy Bridgewater. The Falcons are, are, I mean, rumor has it 50-50 on the fence right now, drafting a quarterback. So you could see a new quarterback in Atlanta, not to mention the Saints just got rid of their Hall of Famer and now the lovely and talented crab leg stealing Jameis Winston will be manning the helm in the great city of New Orleans. So, Bucks fans, you got to be you're loving it, right? Feed you, right? I uh, this is this is great. I mean, the NFC South has now turned into the AFC East of old because <laughs> the other three yeah. teams, maybe not the Saints so much, but your Atlanta yeah. Falcons and the Carolina yep. Panthers are Looking like the Jets and looking like the the Dolphins of old. Well, the Saints too. I mean, the Saints are going to have to adapt to a whole new system of play because they've just lost so much. I I I like. I mean, to be honest with you, as a Bucks fan, I like it. I mean, for an organizational standpoint, I think the Panthers. This doesn't make them better or even worse because it just it just seems like they're you traded for a quarterback that's almost equal to Teddy Bridgewater. It's a stalemate on this one. And you think Sam Darnold is the equivalent of Teddy Bridgewater? I I I do. I think it's hard to say that because I feel like Teddy Bridgewater and I love him. I, I think he's great, but he has been given opportunity, right? Like we've seen him be given good teams and talent around him and, and chances. And he's really, he has a ceiling and it's, it's not a high ceiling. And I think Sam Darnold, like when you're, when you go back and look at film, it's it's really not as bad as it felt in the moment. Like it really, there are some things there that he does that are extremely impressive, and it's just in the moment you can't see it because they're just losing. But that, you know, it just seems to me because he he just throws the ball just to throw the ball, and if if it lands in somebody's well, hands, he's lucky. That's because for it. you don't have an offensive line. He's been I, Carolina doesn't have much of an offensive life. line either. And if 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 Christian McCaffrey comes back. Even at maybe eighty five percent, that's that's great for him. I mean, listen, I'm not going to take away the playmakers that Carolina has. They have a great receiving core in DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, um, two thousand yard guys last year. They do. I I just Sam Darnold to me just doesn't. He's not going to slide. Now I know Matt Rule wanted to. He interviewed for the Jets job a couple of years ago, and he was really high on on Sam Darnold. That's why they they eventually brought him over to the Carolina Panthers. But I just I don't see him thriving in that system it maybe take him a few years great you know, but Matt jones is three months younger than sam darnold good, well, good for him great so sam darnold's not old he's I, not done i know i, I, don't, I, I don't even know who he is that's my yeah, thing i feel I like i don't know who I, sam darnold the quarterback is I, I think i'm maybe judging this too early because and, and kayla i agree with you on this we don't know his identity yet as a real actual quarterback because he's been in a such a bad situation yeah. for so many years we haven't seen the Sam Darnold that Chip, you and I saw at the combine not too long ago. So yeah. it, it's it's it all depends on if it's almost like a fixable. You have a broken plate, and you want to fix it. Are you going to have the gorilla glue? Or are you just going to have Elmer's glue to put it back together? And that and that's what this this is a project for the Carolina Panthers. It might work out for them. It might work out great, and this might be a steal for the Panthers. I just think with the the division that he's in and and, and the teams that he's going to face, like the Saints still have a great defense. The Bucks will feast 
upon the, the Panthers in that O-line and Sam Darnold to make him throw interceptions and make him make mistakes all day long. I, I this is this is great for the division because it's going to make the Bucks even better. But I, I just think this is it to me. It, it's it's a wash for me when it comes to them trading for Sam Darnold. When you had Teddy Bridgewater, you, you don't make them bad. You don't you don't make them better. You don't make them worse. It's just a stalemate for me. And honestly, if there's a landing spot for Teddy Bridgewater, trade him over to Houston because right now with Deshaun Watson. You don't know what's going to happen with him. I think it's gotten worse since our last show. It's I know people are stepping up now, which is if, even worse. If if I'm and I I know we need to get in the Bucks talk I, with, with Houston, they need to make some sort of move with this situation right now. I would say if if they're letting if Carolina's letting Teddy go, hey, we're going to let you talk teams, we're going to let you test the waters, we're going to let you go out there and talk to whoever. If I was Houston, I would say, hey. Well, let's let's bring you over to this to this team because right now we we have a situation that we have. Well, they have no Tyrod con- Taylor already. Yeah, he's going to go ahead and he'll I probably mean- start if Deshaun Watson's gone. Come on, you can't tell me Teddy Bridgewater and Tyrod Taylor are like the same same person. That's, same guy. that's how I feel like that is such a more equivalent comparison because you yeah. you're looking at we've seen both of them be given yeah. teams that have talent, have ability, and do about the same thing with those well, you know there's that conspiracy theory with tyrod that he they they wanted to stab him in the heart just to get justin herbert the starting job or the lung that's where he well, got stabbed. He, worked he out for them well we will get back to like i said ab was one of the questions that got uh brought up by richard and i mean we're uh, me personally i'm off the ab train dude we're, i feel like got, i don't it doesn't matter yeah i'm off the ab train fine don't you know you want to make five six million no we signed everybody we need Got the depth, have the talent. We're we're okay. If I I'm a, I'm with you too. If they don't bring him back, I'm not going to cry over it. I mean, it's Antonio Brown, which <laughs> Antonio Brown is. You know, he's he he can still play at a top level. We saw that. We saw flashes of that when he was that. in the games. Now, of course, is that baggage that comes with him. Now, obviously, with 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 Tampa, there was no baggage with him whatsoever. He still has some sort of legal issues that he still has to take care of. But when he was with the Bucks, you didn't hear a peep. There was nothing, nothing, Nathan, yeah. not a I. There was nothing with him at all. So, I, you know, I'm sure the Bucks are trying to make some kind of deal with him to bring him back. I know Seattle was trying to court him to come over for Russell Wilson. So, you know, either one of those teams or maybe a, a sneaky team out of the nowhere might might sign AB. I, I just, I'm not going to cry over him if they don't yeah. sign him back. I mean, it saves the Bucks some money, which obviously, you know, the Bucks accounting firm is just amazing. I, right now. <laughs> I need Jason Wyatt to do my taxes. I said that like, last show. Kaylee. I need I him, said him to that figure, last show. Said, yeah. I need him to figure I out said the exact words last show. I would be getting a fifty thousand dollar refund right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing my taxes. Well, Just the way they've squeezed out the pennies to like every, sign. I, I, it's 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 screwing them over in the future. But again, they're in yes. this win now, which is impressive because I find like. At, as a fan of a team that had an opportunity in their division, mm-hmm. it's super important to take advantage of those moments because looking yep. around at what last year was, like everything fell into place, not just for the Bucks, but for all three teams in that division for the Bucks to really pave their way to the Super Bowl. And then, I mean, the chances that your rookies work out, that all of these free agents work out in a season with no like true offseason, no true kind of workouts is so rare and it's so there's yeah. so much luck involved and good timing involved. So it makes sense for them to be a win now, especially like we were talking about all three of these teams are kind of like, okay, like they, they might go 500. Like I could see the Panthers, you know, 
winning eight games. Like I can see that clearly, but you know, I, I can't, it's going to be tough for the Saints. It's definitely going to be tough for the Falcons. So if they're going to win another Super Bowl, it's going to be this year. And, and that after for, that, you don't know. Yeah, you got to give you got to give respect to Jason Light and his team. They saw an opportunity uh, in a window. And like we said, after, um, you know, the Super Bowl victory, things have gotten even better and things have gotten, you know, everything has really come in to perspective on how they really did their offseason. They were able to sign everybody and the teams around them in their division are all changing. So they timed this right. And I mean, they did the, you know, they did, they had everything organized and ready to go. So, I mean, kudos to the staff and, and getting what they wanted out of the offseason and making it to the draft. The stars yeah. did align this year for them. And, and the, I think the, the biggest question I have for you two is, you know, it's they're all when the Bucks are winning now, no matter what Brady's got yep. this year, and then possibly another year if he decides to stay. If you're Brady, you have to. I, I would say, I would say too, if if they do well this year, you know, even if they don't win the Super Bowl, but if they make another deep playoff run, I I say he comes back. But the biggest question I have though is, you know, what are they are they are they going to go into this draft saying maybe we need to draft an heir apparent to him, or are we going to wait till next year? And and either get somebody in free agency, which I think is going to be Aaron Rodgers, or draft somebody to learn from Tom Brady for whatever years he has left, because he has this year, and then he's maybe going to maybe re up for one more year. So, you know, should they make should they make those kind of plans right now for the heir apparent, or are they going to maybe wait on free agency again, like they did, you know, this past offseason when they brought in Brady? I mean, I would wait. I just think this draft. You're not getting no, you won't like, not at 32. Like you're not gonna get yeah, you're at 32. No one's gonna fall. Maybe get a guy in the later rounds because at this point, and, and we can talk about their first pick at 32, but at this point, you, whatever falls to 32, the best guy available, you can take and make something work, right? Like I think running back is an apparent area where they need to kind of maybe focus. But if the right guy's not there, you could really take the best person on the board and be equally as happy with it because you don't really need anything that badly right you've signed everyone and I it just is hard to imagine them taking a quarterback or even trying to facilitate that to make it happen I could see maybe if some guy falls that they they liked during pro day or like during interviews or whatever if that guy falls to maybe like second third fourth round maybe they grab him just because like I said you can afford to do that when you don't have that many needs they're not a needy team so if they can, if they like a guy who's back there, like maybe you get lucky. Like we've seen a lot of great quarterbacks. I mean, Tom Brady fell, you know, so we've seen a lot of great quarterbacks fall later in the draft. So maybe they do that. But I think as far as the future, I mean, I would assume they're going to go the free agency route, but I also think it just depends where they're at. Like all of these contracts, eventually the money has to get paid out and yeah. it's eventually going to all bubble up and it's going to happen at once. And um, it's not going to be like, the prettiest thing. So I think that's going to have a lot to do with it. And maybe they do want to draft somebody who's going to be on that four year rookie contract. And he's going to be kind of cheaper when all of these contracts bubble up. But I feel like that can also wait till next year. So, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been kind of fed up with uh, the way things are going with the Packers with contract extensions. I'm just saying, going back to my previous statements and shows before, I mean, and, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you can come on down to Tampa Bay and you, know, you can still host Jeopardy if you want to uh, in the offseason. But, uh, you know, 
Yeah. And you can still go on Pat McAfee's show too every Tuesday, which you do. I'm just saying. No, I don't know if they can afford to pay him 25 hey. million next year, buddy, because there ain't not, not that, even not, next not, year. Not, the year after that, they can't. I'm just saying the Bucks. The Bucks can make they they've made some kind of weird weird awesome moves when it comes to their monies. I'm sure if they want to bring down Aaron Rodgers, I mean, oh, it's a deal with the devil, buddy. They're gonna I mean, pay, he's get, he's, pay next year. That'll he's be getting married. No state tax. You can bring. You can move into Tom Brady's old house in Tampa. I mean, by the way, know. love that couple. Love that couple. Like I did not know they were together until he started talking about Jeopardy. And then she did an interview with I think Jimmy Fallon or someone. Yeah. And the whole I was like, I had no idea this was happening, but I'm mu- I'm a much bigger fan of that than Danica Patrick. That's just my opinion. But I uh, am happy. I I I I agree with you on that. Although I have a soft spot for Olivia Munn, which he dated not previously. And she's, oh, Olivia Munn's great. She is uh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, she is amazing. Uh, Pam, don't be scared. Gronk, Gronk is staying. Pam. Yeah, Gronk is staying. He already signed oh. his. Uh, yeah. So his he's contract. here with us, Pam. Yeah. Which is I, good. Any I'm of scared. the Brady cronies will be signed. <laughs> don't worry. But when Brady leaves, they're they're going to retire too as well. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, the same. So we have good good things. We all think, obviously, the the light is shining down on the Bucks. Nothing really to frown upon in their offseason. But anything draft-wise, I could see him trading out of that. And I, I think running back Kaylee, what you said. I can see that too. I mean, I think it just I think it depends. Like, I, I don't think they're gonna trade out of it before the draft. I think they're probably going to wait. And if one of those top guys falls down, whether it's like Najee Harris, Etienne, whoever, if that, I mean, and that can happen because all of those picks ahead of them are really moving around. You just don't know how things are going to go. Like a guy that you have at 12, 13, 14 could end up still there at 32. We've seen it happen a lot. So if it gets down and they're thinking, Hey, like we could get that guy, you know, maybe they stay and get that guy if it's a running back. But I think otherwise I wouldn't be surprised to see them trade out of that spot mid draft. I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah. I think that would be I think that would be a better move for them to trade out than to stay at 32. Yeah. So. Yeah. She said good, but how long? Gronk will stay as long as Brady will be quarterback of the Buccaneers. Probably. I'm I just, think he's yeah. one year yeah. deal, I think, right yeah. now. He's 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 not gonna go anywhere else, but if Brady stays, he's gonna stay. He's not even though he entertained a deal to to possibly go to Buffalo, his hometown, he ain't he ain't leaving Tommy. That's his boy, he ain't going nowhere. Yeah. And I don't think that he has the desire to play without Tom. Like, I think the only reason he came out of retirement was to play with Tom Brady. But I I feel the same, like with AB is that not, not the same because obviously Gronk and Tom have a much deeper history, but as much as I just can't see him going anywhere and getting a significant deal just because there is baggage there. And I think Tom Brady is the only guy that could keep him out of that trouble. And on top of it, it's like, yeah, he scored in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he scored throughout the postseason, but anyone could have scored. Like Tom Brady gets to decide who scores and who doesn't score and who gets in the end zone and who runs what play. So that could have easily been anyone. I'm not that impressed. It's whoever's nice to just sell that week. Exactly. <laughs> Tom Brady's his biggest advocate. So there's no one. I don't think there's any other team, like we said, that's really going to have someone standing on the you know pulpit screaming from the rafters, I need Gronk back. So. Fair, fair. All right. Well, let's take a moment to talk about our last 
new sponsor. This is Canaan Sunglasses. Yes. And I'm a person who loses my sunglasses and I'll buy like an expensive pair and then I lose them and then I have Target pair for two years and then I invest in another one and then they fly off somewhere. So <laughs> so this is a perfect ad read for me. But yes. uh, it's yeah, it's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Canon. Canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses more clear, lighter, stronger, and their Italian handcrafted frames are impossible to scratch. So use the exclusive code CANONCAST15 at canon.com to receive 15% off on your first pair. That's K A E N O N. C-A-S-T-15. Reading is hard. Canon <laughs> 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 cast. Hey, though. Those are the uh, polarized lenses. Maybe I can use those with my monsterbass.com fishing. See everything going on. I'm yes. telling you, man. We've got so many ad reads in this show. It's 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 ad central, man. It's but you know what I love together. about it? It's all things that I would like. slash do use. Yeah, like I feel yeah. very confident. Like me and Chip obviously had a whole ordeal over the the bait <laughs> fishing ad read because I was like, I fish. He's like, I fish. So I love yeah. fishing. I love, yeah, I love the thing. Richard, so, there you go, buddy. We'll get a subscription. We'll figure it out. And we all yeah, like CBD. We like to relax. We like CBD. We love, we love beer. Uh, we we love uh, betting. Mean, we love all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. we've, got, we've got ad reads. We've got ad reads so for all of you. Yeah. So. I have one question, and I know we're winding down here. Just a general question. NFL draft coming up 29th of this month. Will four quarterbacks go in the first four picks for the first time in NFL history? No. I think they I think four go in the first five. I think three. I say three three. in the first four. Three? Yeah. I say I think the Falcons trade out too. Yeah. That's kind of what I think. I think a team. Now I gotta tell you, I can see a team like Denver coming up from nine mm. and maybe doing and doing something like that. That's what I can see. And the Falcons going back at nine. One of those quarterbacks is going to fall. Which one, if we say three in the first four, which one drops? Trey Lance. I agree. See, everyone's saying Fields going to drop, but Trey Lance nah, is, Fields is, is going to be high. Answer, I think. Fields is just, he's so good. Like yeah, he's yeah. he's so good, and I think people forgot that during pro day. But pro day is one day. Like yeah. we've seen a lot of guys come out at the combine and really impress over like one combine, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's the best guy. And that is often proved wrong. And pro day is one day, and I think when you look at Justin Fields' body of work, it's really hard to argue that he is the second best guy in this class. Yeah. Really do tough. the Patriots keep Cam Newton or do they draft a quarterback? Where are they sitting? They're at 15. Mm. No, and I don't they think still they have. Talk. Okay. Now, the 49ers have already put Jimmy Garoppolo on the block and said that he can be had for a first-round pick. Which is crazy right. because yeah. they were doing all this behind the scenes, and then out in the press conference, they're like, Jimmy Garoppolo's our guy. We're so excited to have him back. Let's go. I would, and I then would, they're like, no, take him. I wouldn't be surprised if Garoppolo goes back to New England. 
You'd be surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, no, wouldn't I wouldn't. Okay, okay, okay. I wouldn't be surprised. I think that because Garoppolo was was the guy Belichick wanted to succeed uh, to succeed yes. uh, Brady before Brady said I, I don't like that at all. And, and even Robert Kraft was like, I want Brady to stay. And Belichick was like, No, I want Garoppolo to be the the heir apparent. And that's why that whole trade happened. Was yeah, Brady didn't want it. He didn't want that. So. I, I I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen on draft day. Will you see? You'll see. You know, Garoppolo go, go back because I don't think I don't think Shanahan. I don't, Shanahan didn't. I don't think wanted Garoppolo to begin with. I think they're going to start fresh with somebody new. That's that's why they've made all these trade moves to begin with. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. tough though because like where they're sitting, right? Yeah. If they have their heart set on somebody, and I think. Shanahan's a guy where you really need a specific kind of quarterback. Like not every person is going to be successful. Like he can make a lot of quarterbacks very successful, but I don't know that every single, those top five or four guys are not necessarily going to be a plug and play situation. Right. Like he might need to, he might have his heart set and I just don't know enough about them to know like which exact guy this is going to be. But you know, if they go in and then the jets take that guy at two, I mean, that's tough, right? And the Jets are not trading out of two, especially no. now. Um, and all. the Jags aren't trading out of one. So no. you're not getting any higher than three. But, you know, it's tough because if you trade Garoppolo and you don't get the guy you want, maybe the guy you get is not necessarily as starter ready, as NFL ready when it's time to go. You really don't have any other options. So you've kind of pigeonholed yourself. But I would, yeah. I would rather see rookies sit, honestly. Kaylee, I think you could answer this question before we uh, get on out of here. Oh, <laughs> if the Jags don't t- take Trevor Lawrence, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm just saying that now. Like, I've endured 26 years of Jaguars fandom and, like, decision after decision where I'm just like, what is going on? And I Urban's think. going to go Justin Fields, dude, and shock the world. I don't know, man. Stop. I would. I was I was gonna ask I was gonna ask Kaylee, uh, have you seen uh, your boy Gardner Minshew's workouts on this? I have. I am a he's big, got the, as got, you know, Gardner fan. He he looks like riffraff because he's all yoked out, now, <laughs> but he's got the he's got the the mullet now. He's got he the mullet so going. Florida, it hurts. Oh my, he's Florida man. <laughs> he is. He's the definition of Florida man, but I love it. And he, uh, I just want him to go somewhere and be great. Honestly, but his personality is going to take him far in life anyways. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence is just the consensus pick. And I think at this point, you either you have to go consensus pick. You have to because either one, it works out and everyone's like, yeah, obviously it worked out or B, it doesn't work out. But that's what everyone else would have done anyways. It doesn't matter what team was up there. They were going to do the same thing. So no one can judge you for it. If you go Justin Fields and that doesn't work out and the Jets take Trevor Lawrence, and the Jets win a Super Bowl with Trevor Lawrence. I promise you, I will nuclear unalive myself. I will unalive myself because that's not okay. We're not doing that. Mac Jones, and I'll tell you both, Mac Jones, Jag- Jacksonville going- guy, by the way. Yeah, Mac Jones is going to the 49ers because think about Shanahan's quarterbacks he's had success with, Matt Ryan. Think about his dad, Mike Shanahan. He had John Elway. They had guys that are a little bit mobile, but more cerebral. These are smart guys, Boston College guys, Stanford guys. Mac Jones is a smart quarterback, and he's a leader, and he can do what Shanahan needs done. And that's he's going to be the guy that you can plug and play. Sarkeesian said he's he's the guy that I opened the entire playbook to and has seen all of the plays in Alabama's playbook and can run all of them. So Shanahan knows he was going up to get Mac Jones, which to me – athletically, I mean, I guess you don't, you don't need, 
a Justin Fields, a guy that runs a four, four, uh, you know, you don't need that. You can have a Mac Jones that runs a four, eight. He's just got to have the, uh, the cranium for the, for the, for the scheme there, which Mac Jones has. I hope it works out for them. I mean, I do agree. I think that's where that's headed. Um, if I had to take a guess, but I can see the gamble. I can see the jet, the jets screwing up their draft and taking like Zach Wilson at number two. Yeah. That's not screwing up your draft. Uh, I know it's Zach Wilson. Nothing. I'm just saying his pro day was great. I mean, he's got all the hype in the world. I just don't think drafting him at number two would be good, would be good for them. Well, this is going to be one of those drafts where it's going to be like three misses and two hits. Right. And you just don't know which, which is going to be, which this reminds me of the draft where they had like, they had, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, like the in like the marquee guy, you know, they had the drafts with Eli Manning and Philip Rivers, like like those types of drafts. And this is loaded with quarterbacks this year, which is nuts. I mean, last yeah. year, not, like the past few years, it's been loaded with QBs that, you know, so far they've been somewhat successful in the league, except for a couple of guys. But I, I can't. I'm excited for this draft. I I can't wait to see teams screw up their their teams for the next five years when they make the the worst drafts in the world. So. Jets I feel first like it's team. all going to be justified, though. Sorry. Yeah. Jeff. Oh, no, no, you're good. No, Jets are the first team in NFL history to draft two quarterbacks in the top five and then be redrafting. <laughs> Bro, their, like, first-round draft picks from the last 10 years are just, like, traded, traded, yeah. cut, traded. Cut. I'm like, what? In the, and, you know, I mean, we're no better, so I'm not talking. But it, it is, like, it just shows you, like, how – you see like where teams are at and those kind of decisions and how much those decisions impact the success the of the team over time yeah. and the franchise. Yeah. It's really concerning, but I do think I actually appreciate the jets in the sense of like, much like the Panthers, they're just taking things very slowly. Like they didn't panic into anything. They didn't, they didn't throw a bunch of money. Like the Patriots, like as much as they panic. got good people, they panic yeah. so hard. They're, they're like, we're not good for one year, throw all the money out the window. And it's like, yep. I don't know how great that's going to work out personally, but I mean, cool, like good for you. But I, I do respect the Jets because they could easily be panicking and spending all this money and not really having a plan. And I think they do have a plan. And I think <laughs> we're going to see what it is eventually. But I think they're they're very thoughtful in the way they're doing things. So you, uh, so- you We all mentioned Adam Sandler movies and this one Adam Sandler oh. movie where his greatest quote is, Wow, got wow. him right when he was gonna that's, say it. <laughs> that's the only time he's frozen the entire episode, and it was just like he was about to make some like grand quote. <laughs> wow. So, Kaylee, before we get out of here, NFL comeback player of the year, Carson Wentz or Sam Darnold? Stop, Sam Darnold. I totally think Sam Darnold. I just I, think, I can't well, with Carson Wentz. You can't with him. No, he's gonna I, be the best, the best offensive line probably. I mean, maybe, but, and here's the thing is I had a lot of fun watching the Colts last year and I'm, I'm over it obviously. Cause they're AFC South, but uh, their division. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't really like, I don't want them to succeed anymore now that we might have a chance to succeed. We probably won't this year, but I, I just watching Carson Wentz, it was so much more than a bad O-line. It was so much more than all the problems they have having yeah. no receivers. It was so much more than that. It was just fundamentally there's something that wasn't clicking in his brain and you could see it, right? Like every, every play was a scramble. Every moment was panicked. He just looked like he didn't know what he was doing. 
that's really concerning. And not to say that that can't be fixed. um, And I'm sure injuries play into that, but I trust Sam Darnold to get there faster than Carson Wentz. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. Well, Uh, Evan, my question before you cut out, as I said, NFL comeback player of the year, Sam Darnold or Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz. Oof. I mean, I honestly – what, do, wait, are, wait, are you both on the Darnold train? Oh, no, yeah. no, no. I haven't given my answer yet. Okay. What's your answer? I haven't given my answer yet. What's my answer? You're not going to explain your answer? You're just going to say it and run? Okay. Uh, no, no, uh, no. I'll, I'll, I'll explain my answer. I would well, I would say comeback of the player of the year would be Carson Wentz because he's going into – he's going to be coached by a Frank Wright, which he had the most success with when he was with the Eagles. Right. He's going on a better team with a better offensive line, better weapons – and I, I think they're going to tail it back with him about, you know, they're going to make him a game manager. That's that's the success that he needs to be. That's what Carson Wentz needs to be now as a game manager. And with that offensive line that's going to protect him, he's not going to be running all over the place like it was in Philly. Darnold, on no. the other hand, he's going to be playing in a way tougher division. Colts, not so much. Like the Colts division that they play in is one of the weakest in the, in the league now. The Panthers have to face the Bucks twice. They have to face the Saints twice, which the Saints have a good defense too as well. I, I just don't think Darnold's going to do well in his his first year as if, – if he wins the starting job, if they keep Teddy Bridgewater and Bridgewater says, okay, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this my starting job and Darnold is, the, is QB2, then Bridgewater is your QB1, then you have no comeback comment whatsoever but then Carson I, I just think Carson Wentz is going into a better situation where you know obviously he has a lot to prove with the Colts but he's going into a better situation than Sam Darnold is he's I would have to go twice <laughs> we're on that ass <laughs> I would have to go I mean I'm with I'm with Evan on this one I'm kind of split but when you look at it he's going back to a coach he already knows and some plays that he's probably already run and he's been successful with this guy they do have a better offensive line uh, and they do have more talent around him. God, could you imagine if Kyle Pitts dropped and went to Indy and you had Pitts as your tight end and then had what they brought back and what they already have in offense? Good. I'm okay. God, a Marion <laughs> That would be unbelievable. I'm all right. I think – I feel like Pitts – I don't know. Like I'm, I'm still feeling Cincy on that one. What? He's got the same stats as Calvin Johnson and a wider wingspan, and he's bigger. Calvin. <laughs> and where is he coming from? And where is he coming from? Kyle Pitts, Florida. Yeah, and what success I mean, do we see in the NFL from guys? I mean, they've got they, some wide receivers uh, that have been they, good. They, they, they murder Tight ends. They Aaron Hernandez, murder Daphne. They're gr- you know what? Never mind. Percy yeah. Harvin? Headaches. I mean, come on. Come on. Go with me. Uh, I just, I train. don't like Florida and I don't like, I don't want to see the Colts succeed, even though they were a lot. Kyle Pitts is your offensive rookie of the year in the NFL. So just get Stop. used to that. I, dead serious. All right. Watching. All right. All right. And on that note, any, any final thoughts? Let's give a shout out on the lightning strikes. That is a oh, fan group. Th- thank you, Pam. Much thank appreciated. Thank you, Pam. Share our link. Pam. Share our links to uh, to that group too. Make them uh, everybody subscribe to us. We love Pam and Rich. <laughs> Final <laughs> thoughts? No, man. Get closer to the draft, and we'll uh, everything will get more excited. Hopefully, the Rays. Um, what was the score? Do we have updates for the lightning or the? Uh, 
Uh, as of right now, the score to the Red Sox Rays Red Sox game is still two to one in the top of the sixth, and Got the light, Lightning game, the Lightning score, and I didn't pull it up. I should uh, maybe Pam and uh, Richard know. Maybe they do, but we're tracking. Yeah, we're tracking right now, uh, and right we're now, still losing two nothing. Okay, yeah, great. two nothing still. Third yeah, period, so, fourteen eleven left. <laughs> they're probably gonna drop this one. So yeah. not a good look. Not, not a good look. Not excited. No. So we'll see. Not we'll hold our luck. breath. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on all of the places on Instagram, Twitter, Play the Bay TB, Twitch, YouTube. We will uh, catch you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to Play the Bay, brought to you by Believe Podcast Network and betonline.ag. Bye. Catch you on the flippity flop. Grace. Thanks for listening to Play the Bay. We'll be back again with another episode on the Believe Podcasting Network. If interested in advertising, please contact Believe.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.